When hope is hard to find, a new collection of real-life stories from Fox News' Harris Faulkner reveals how salvation came when it was needed most. Faith still moves mountains. Miraculous stories of the healing power of prayer. Go to foxnewsbooks.com to pre-order now. Did you know color is vital to your health? I'm not talking about the color of the walls in your house or your car or your clothes. I'm talking about the color of the food you eat. A colorful diet is a part of staying well because many nutrients are color. The antioxidant lycopene is the red pigment in tomatoes and pink grapefruit. Chlorophyll is excellent for balancing pH and cleansing the body. It's the green in kale, spinach, and broccoli. Resveratrol decreases inflammation, and it's the purple in grapes and berries. Eating a wide variety of fruits and vegetables provides your body with diverse chemistry it needs to heal itself and stay well. Eat the peelings of things like apples and carrots and cucumbers. Balance of Nature is whole produce. It contains all the vital parts in balance. Color, taste, and smell keep you well. And that's what you get with Balance of Nature. Start now by going to balanceofnature.com and don't forget to use discount code KMC. Our ministry will only grow. There will be many more followers. But I have chosen you 12 as my apostles. You're sending us? An apostle is the same as a messenger, one who... I know what it means, Matthew. The acclaimed series returns in a unique theatrical experience. I am sending you out two by two. You will proclaim as you go, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. You will heal the sick and the lame. You will cast out demons. Why are you all looking at me like that? Could you just repeat that one more time? On November 18th, see Jesus through the eyes of those who followed him. Heal the sick. Cast out demons. Was that a ceremony I missed? This is it. Don't feel any different. I don't need you to feel anything to do great things. The Chosen Season 3 begins with Episodes 1 and 2 in theaters. Visit thechosentickets.com today. Hello, I'm Mike Vendell, inventor of MyPillow. Thanks to your support, you've helped make MyPillow become one of the fastest-growing companies in America. Over the last 12 years, you've helped MyPillow create thousands of jobs right here in the USA. When I got MyPillow, I'm asleep Almost immediately, I stay asleep at night and I wake up more well-rested in the morning. That's why I invented my pillow. My patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs and helps keep your neck supported and aligned. I'm interrupting this commercial to bring you my BOGO extravaganza. For example, you get one of my Giza Dream bed sheets and you get a second set absolutely free. Or my six-piece towel sets. Buy one set, get another one absolutely free. Or get my classic premium my pillow and get another one absolutely free. So call the number on your screen or go to MyPillow.com and use your promo code to get my buy one, get one free offers. And get deep discounts on all my pillow products. That's MyPillow.com promo code. KMC. From the studio that brought you miracles from heaven comes 5,000 blankets. There are over 5,000 homeless souls in this city alone. So it is Philip's wish to reach each and every one of them with a comforting gesture. Inspired by an extraordinary true story. We have to believe we can make a change. 
no matter how small. Anna Camp stars in 5,000 Blankets. Exclusively in theaters for two nights only, December 12th and 13th. Rated PG-13. Maybe inappropriate for children under 13. For tickets and info, go to 5,000blanketsmovie.com. When hope is hard to find, a new collection of real-life stories from Fox News' Harris Faulkner reveals how salvation came when it was needed most. Faith still moves mountains. Miraculous stories of the healing power of prayer. Go to foxnewsbooks.com to pre-order now. Kevin McCullough Radio, breaking news as it happens, what it means, and why it matters. But did you know New York had an actual red wave on election night? And one of the new congressional representatives going to D.C. will join us and talk about how he beat the DCCC chair. We'll also speak with Miranda Devine from the New York Post. But we start with breaking news from the one and only John Solomon right here. It's Kevin McCullough Radio. Something interesting is happening with this. Kevin McCullough, let me start with you. I found this thing at townhall.com by Kevin McCullough. The big dog has come out of nowhere. Kevin McCullough. I just want to help people think. Nationally syndicated radio host and author of No, He Can't. He's playing the role. He's as well as anyone he could. Kevin McCullough is a nationally syndicated radio host and author of No, He Can't. The odds are he's right. It's Kevin McCullough Radio. All right, uh, Kevin McCullough, glad to have you with us. And uh, it is always a pleasure to speak with John Solomon, who's uh, occasionally he'll come up for oxygen uh, from from finding the uh, breaking stories and finding the uh, breaking news that's happening uh, every single minute of every single day. And occasionally he'll he'll come up for oxygen and spend some time with us uh, here on the air. And, uh, John, it's always a pleasure to have you. But your crew at Just the News and, of course, you are working so tirelessly all the time to, to stay on top of stuff. And you're you're getting stories that nobody else gets, which I think is the real value of why I send people to Just the News all the time. But welcome back. Hope you have a, a, a great Thanksgiving later this week. What's going on today? Well, it's there's a lot going on. Uh, let me start with one that uh, we're getting closer to the end of the year. People start to think about their tax uh, taxes and the, using maybe one of those online tax services. Big warning sign. Uh, just a little bit ago, new report came out. Uh, saying that H&R Block and other tax preparation service softwares have been sending Americans sensitive financial information to Facebook. It's being scraped uh, through a tool called the Metapixel and uh, sharing this. So some of the products involved, H&R Block, Tax Act, Tax Slayer, all of those have been identified in a report in The Verge. Uh, The companies say they're looking at this uh, and trying to find out what happened and try to do a better job. They don't want to do it. Might have been an accidental disclosure, but it's another uh, reason to remember that in this big tech world, our privacy is always under threat. And uh, this story, I think, really highlights that a lot. Meanwhile, a lot of people talking about the new special prosecutor named to uh, take over. Yeah, what do we know about him? Very interesting guy, Jack Smith. Good question. So he had been in the uh, right for the last few years. He's been a very well-respected uh, war crimes prosecutor. That's hard work to do that sort of work, looking at war crimes across the world. But in an earlier stint at the Justice Department, Jack Smith was at the center 
of two controversies, both involving the pursuit of conservatives. Let me give you the first one. We all remember the IRS lowest learner scandal. That was the IRS uh, targeting conservative nonprofit groups without a basis. That's what the investigation ultimately concluded. Uh, sort of an enemies list that they went after. Well, a lot of people don't know this. The entire instigation point, the ignition point for that scandal is actually an email sent by Jack. Uh, at the time, he was the public integrity um, chief. And uh, Jack Smith sends an email uh, saying, hey, I wonder if we can't invent a way to use conspiracy charges to go after uh, conservative tax groups. That email leads to a conversation. Conversation leads to a meeting at IRS. And before long, the IRS feels that they're being pressured by the Justice Department to go after these conservative groups. Now, that is a pretty remarkable set of circumstances. And here's the thing you have to keep in mind. No one was saying that there was any criminality going on with these groups. There was no complaint. There was no evidence. That's ultimately what that, the Treasury John, I, I reported on it on that. I mean, I was doing talk radio during that time. That was the remarkable thing about what they were doing. These were all squeaky, squeaky clean groups. I mean, yeah. it was people like James Dobson and Focus on the Family who, like, you know, don't ever do anything wrong. So it's like, and that was why a lot of Americans scratched their head and said, "What? what's going on here? Well, now we know. We know that Jack Smith was at the instigation point of that. They were basically inventing a way to go after a crime that had not been reported or even existed, uh, sort of an activism in the Justice Department that I think a lot of people are concerned about. I talked to James Comer, the incoming chairman of House Oversight Committee, Jim Jordan, incoming chairman of House uh, Judiciary both said this is the wrong guy for the wrong job at the wrong time in American history. A lot of people concerned. Let me give you the second uh, act he was involved in. He oversaw the public integrity section of the Justice Department when it went after the uh, sitting Virginia governor, Bob McDonald, a conservative. Uh, they charged him with bribery and public corruption. He gets convicted by a jury. He gets all the way up to the Supreme Court. And unanimously, the Supreme Court concludes that the Justice Department overreached misinterpreted or reinterpreted the statutes, again, uh, activism to bring a case that should not have been brought, a big rebuke, a big loss, a big black eye for the anti-corruption efforts of the Justice Department. Jack Smith is at the pursuit of both of those conservatives, and now he's going to be the man with his hand on the flight stick at the Justice Department's decision on whether to charge or not charge Donald Trump in the January 6th and Mar-a-Lago controversies. Uh, that's what we know about Jack Smith. Well, it's interesting that you, you mention all of that because uh, Andy McCarthy was on the show yesterday, and he very clearly thinks that uh, Smith's appointment and all things related to it are, are pure political theater. This is not a serious uh, step of investigation and that anybody that even thinks that this is a, the, a picture of independence that they're joking and there may be he may have mishandled some things i mean mccarthy's not you know super uh clear on trump uh, skating on this but i do think that when you know these types of things in the context and you're going oh this is the best they got i mean when Barr appointed durham th that was a guy that had not been in the dc beltway noise for quite a while and he was a really good prosecutor from you know way out of town uh this doesn't look to be anything close to that 
you know, I listen, at the end of the day, uh, we have this ongoing evidence that the Justice Department has been used, been weaponized to go after political enemies, predominantly conservatives under a democratic regime. It started with Russia collusion. A lot of people argue it started even before Jack Smith got to public integrity uh, when they went after Senator Ted Stevens, a Republican senator. That case, of course, gets thrown out. Uh, people learned that it was based on a lot of prosecutorial misconduct. But uh, a decade of constant growing concerns that this Justice Department is politicized, making decisions on politics, uh, stretching the law. And, and now a new guy comes in to take on probably one of the most sensitive cases uh, that you could ever have, a, a possible criminal investigation of a, a former president. And he has the sort of mentality that a lot of people have repudiated over the last a few uh, years. And I think that that's what gives us so much pause, so much concern. When you talk to chairman like Jordan and Comer and others, they see that. And, you know, Andy McCarthy is a very serious prosecutor. He believes the Justice Department does good work most of the time. For him to see that really is an important voice uh, of reason to be shouting out. And I'll mention one thing. When he mentions that politics was involved, just remember one of the first statements that Merrick Garland made as why he was appointed. Hey, Donald Trump's running for president. I'm kicking this to a special prosecutor. He himself acknowledged that politics was at the genesis point of why he was naming a special prosecutor. I think that's why Andrew McCarthy's on such solid ground. Yeah. Well, and the the thing about this is if if this was politics and this bothered him, how is all the other stuff that he's been carrying the water for not politics? Uh, and and this is the this is what he feels uh, conflicted by. I mean, if you really thought that the that the president was committing the former president had committed serious crimes, wouldn't it be your your oath of office, your duty to the country to see that through? I mean, I don't know, John. It, it just seems kind of goofy to me all the way around. Yeah, listen, and then you have the con- converse of thing where they're not naming a special prosecutor and allowing the Justice Department uh, under Joe Biden to continue to investigate. Joe Biden's son, Hunter. And that's been going on for four years without resolution. People say, well, all right, if you're doing it for Trump, why not Hunter Biden? A lot of head scratching going on. And I think a continuation for a lot of conservatives of the perception that uh, the Justice Department has two tiers, uh, a two tiered system, one for conservatives, uh, one one for liberals and elitists. And I think that's one of the things that we haven't resolved in this country. I suspect the new Congress is going to delve into that in a very big way. Yeah, well, we'll see what happens. John Solomon, always appreciate your very, very good work at justthenews.com. Go check it out, and we'll talk to you again soon. Thanks, Kevin. Great to be with you. You got it. Kevin McCullough, this uh, Tuesday of Thanksgiving week uh, episode continues. Miranda Devine from the New York Post joins me next. From the studio that brought you miracles from heaven comes 5,000 Blankets. There are over 5,000 homeless souls in this city alone. So it is Philip's wish to reach each and every one of them with a comforting gesture. Inspired by an extraordinary true story. We have to believe we can make a change, no matter how small. Anna Camp stars in 5,000 Blankets. Exclusively in theaters for two nights only, December 12th and 13th. Rated PG-13. Maybe inappropriate for children under 13. For tickets and info, go to 5,000BlanketsMovie.com. All right. Welcome back, Kevin McCullough. I'm so glad to have you with us. And I'm so thankful that so many of you, dozens and dozens, hundreds over the last several years, join with us each year to give uh, a holiday present, a gift for the rest of their life like they will never get. And who is the they? 
these uh, former slaves that are being liberated in northern Sudan and being returned to their homeland in South Sudan with with what's called a bag of hope that basically launches a whole new life. There's food, there's seed for a coming season that they can plant and grow more food. There's uh, utensils for for fishing and cooking and planting. There's things to help protect them from the weather. Um, and they're uh, my favorite part. They get a little um, uh, goat and they get to a little she goat and they get to make more goats with that she goat. And it gives them a little bit of income in the process of that. That's what you give when you give the simple gift of two hundred and fifty dollars. And if if you can't give it all in one fell swoop, you can break it up into two payments of one twenty five or five of fifty or whatever you need to do. But uh, go to bring her home dot org. To do that, bring her home.org or 888-342-1010. Rob Davis, the uh, U.S. Operations Executive Director for CSI, is back. And, uh, Rob, you're always loaded with stories. And we've just, it's important for people to know, 300 slaves were just liberated. I mean, they just, within the last uh, few days, uh, received their liberation. Some of you that gave earlier this year contributed to that. So thank you for making some of these stories possible. But give us a kind of a, a bird's eye glimpse of one of these lives that we've helped. Her name is uh, Atok Bolgang, uh, 30 years old, and she was captured when she was a little child. You know, this is somebody who's been enslaved for probably 24 to 27 years. Uh, we don't have an exact capture date, but we know she's 30 now. I was captured as a young child. She was with her mother and father and siblings, and uh, her parents were farmers. Her mother was in the forest collecting wild fruits and things for dinner, and uh, Arabs attacked her village. They came and found her hiding in the woods. They came and found another couple of people who were hiding as well and rounded them up. And two of, uh, two of her fellow captors were uh, resistant, and so the, uh, the soldiers just shot them dead right in front of her. Imagine seeing that as a five- or six-year-old child. They were beaten. Arabs tied her hands with ropes and dragged her uh, even when she was tired uh, north to where they lived. Uh, She says that she was raped by three Arabs, but she was afraid to refuse because they would kill her. Her Arab master had her taking care of the uh, children of his three wives, and she continued to be uh, sexually abused. Um, She worked and washed clothes, cleans the house. Her master also decided that she was going to uh, undergo uh, female genital mutilation. She says that she thanks God that she was brought back to South Sudan. Many mm-hmm. bad things had happened to me in slavery. They will never happen again. I am free. I am so thankful. And as you said, Kevin, uh, she just fears for those who are still enslaved. Go to bring her home because we're bringing those slaves home. We're bringing those women home to their family. Bring her home dot org. Bring her home dot org. And you can liberate uh, someone who really didn't think that she was ever going to be liberated. Uh, and and that's one of the things that blows my mind. Uh, these women have lived more or less in, in the worst state of PTSD or mental trauma or whatever you want to call it for the majority of their life. And yet when they are liberated, the amount of gratitude, the amount of uh, concern for the others that are left behind, it is truly an inspiring thing to see the strength that these women have within them, uh, even after so much abuse that they've endured. 888-342-1010, or go online to bringherhome.org, bringherhome.org. If it's happening in New York or across the globe, learn why it matters first on Kevin McCullough Radio. 
Kevin McCullough, thrilled to have you with us, uh, even on this holiday week. Let me ask you this question. Did you know that Jerome Powell and Janet Yellen are in in a back room somewhere in D.C. uh, in the midst of a huge arm wrestling contest right now? Uh, I I did not know about this, but if you read the New York Post, you, you found that out from Miranda Devine, who now joins us. Miranda, always appreciate how you take us behind the scenes on the stuff that you uh, write about, and you always get your facts straight. What is this tug of war that these two are engaged in, and why are they fighting each other instead of helping to solve the problem for everyday little peon Americans working their hearts out like me? That is a very good question, Kevin, and uh, it's one I can't answer about the why, but I can tell you the what. So you have these two immensely powerful people when it comes to the economy. You've got the Federal Reserve Chair, Jerome Powell, uh, supposedly independent, and Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen. And uh, they are supposed to be tackling inflation because, of course, runaway inflation, as we have now, is utterly disastrous uh, if you let it continue. And so what Jerome Powell has been doing is a traditional thing that central bankers have done all around the world, and that is they hike interest rates in an attempt to stop inflation, uh, get it under control. And that may mean that you send the economy into a short, sharp recession. Um, I mean, it's a terrible thing, but the thinking is that it's better than allowing inflation to continue unchecked. Um, You know, we're already, I mean, we were at seven, over 7%, now we're at 6.6, but I mean, it's way too high. It should be that the central bankers try to keep it around 2%. Um, And meanwhile, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen aided and abetted by a new crew of progressives who have been installed in the last year into the Federal Reserve Board, including a woman called Lael Brainard, who is a, uh, a total climate you know, obsessive. Uh, they are uh, what you call doves when it comes to uh, checking inflation. They don't want to raise interest rates. They want to keep the market, the stock market, artificially pumped up. Um, and so they are acting against Jerome Powell. And so, you know, Janet Yellen pumps the market. Uh, various Reserve Bank board members are saying, uh, backgrounding the media and saying, oh, no, we're not going to have, you know, terrible interest rate hikes in the future. Um, Jerome Powell publicly, he couldn't be clearer. Yes, the interest rates are going to keep on going while inflation keeps on going. He's already hiked uh, the, the rate up four times, most recently at the beginning of this month. He says that he's going to continue doing it until inflation is under control. Uh, He couldn't be clearer. And yet behind the scenes, uh, his adversaries here, he shouldn't be having adversaries, but he does, internal adversaries are running around telling the media, no, don't worry, the interest rates uh, rises, they're going to stop, they're going to slow. That artificially raises the market again, there's a market rally, then he's obliged to raise interest rates again. It is a terrible roller coaster ride. It's a terrible power struggle that's going on. And it only worsens the crisis to come. And what I'm told is that the reason uh, the doves um, are doing this is to aid the Biden administration. Initially, it was to to ensure that the stock market did not crash before the midterms. But now I'm told they think that they may be able to continue limping along 
um, for another year or two, maybe even past the 2024 election. I mean, I don't know that that's even possible, but, uh, you know, the people I speak to were very well versed on the economy, on the internal machinations at the Federal Reserve and the Treasury. They all basically say that a crisis is coming uh, and that this is just making it worse. So that's that's one of the strategies to uh, deal with this what what is the what is what is what do the republicans want to do if if they were in charge what w- what would they be doing would they be uh, telling the fed to hike the rates and to get it under control well you're not really meant to tell the fed what to do at all i mean <laughs> that's you know, true. arguably it's meant to be independent it's the treasury uh that the the administration has more control over um uh, you know, because they, uh, I mean, I guess Joe Biden has control over the Federal Reserve because he decides who to appoint to, to chair it. And Jerome Powell, he um, reappointed for another four-year term last year. But but ostensibly and traditionally, the Federal Reserve is supposed to be somewhat independent. Um, and I, I think that you, you certainly wouldn't be having this problem where you've got progressives um, stacking the reserve uh, board who are more interested in climate change you know the right. reserve they don't care about has, they don't care about how much money's in my pocket they want to get their agenda done yeah and the reserve's supposed to be about keeping the economy healthy keeping inflation down keeping unemployment up, uh, down you know employment up um, it's not meant to be having all these extra bits and pieces thrown in social justice and, you know, equity and climate change, you know, which is economy destroying. Uh, and But that's um, what you know, this what, group that's what this group has done though yeah. since Obama's days. Right. So Obama yeah. treated the military as like his own little social construct, uh, experimental uh, environment. Then he and he tried all the transgenderism and and all that stuff in the military back during his term. And then we've seen Biden. He's co-opted uh, his, his his people are co-opting the Fed. They're co-opting energy. They they certainly don't want uh, people paying less to keep their houses warm this winter. And at the end of the day, it's as though the American is on the other side of the glass, the very cold side of the glass, looking in with his nose pressed up against and going. Hey, I thought you were supposed to be helping us. There's there's nothing about their policy that seemed to make sense on an average everyday, you know, middle class tax paying level. No, and and that is because their ideologues and zealots, they're really uh, it's just about claiming power and they're doing that by hijacking and perverting uh, our institutions and you know that includes the federal reserve uh, that includes what you know has been for a long time the long march through the institutions the universities Um, and so there's really no aspect of our lives that now has not been hijacked by these malign forces and really what they're doing you saw it during the pandemic um, they use the World Health Organization, the CDC. Uh, it's a global um, movement. Yep. Uh, they're using these excuses, uh, sort of leveraging fear in the public and trust and gullibility, I guess, of all of us, because we've grown up thinking that we could trust certain institutions, um, the Department of Justice, the FBI, you name it. There yeah. is nothing that we have trusted in the past that has not been perverted and um, and hollowed out and taken over, hijacked. Uh, these are parasites, and it's all about power. 
and control and it's the mark of every authoritarian movement and unfortunately I think we're deep into it and at least you know America is I think the one country in the world that has the ability to fight back uh, you know in large part because of the the nature of the American people, uh, the courage and the sort of rebelliousness that's innate, um, but also the constitution which preserves fundamental rights like the right to free speech and the right to bear arms. For as long as we can protect that constitution and for as long as we can keep those rights, uh, that is the concern. It was the concern of uh, Ben Franklin in the original era. It's our concern today. If we can keep her, America is still a great uh, nation. Miranda Devine, always you need to be reading her stuff in the New York Post. We appreciate your time. Thank you so much. Thanks so much. Great to talk to you, Kevin. Kevin McCullough coming right back. When hope is hard to find, a new collection of real-life stories from Fox News' Harris Faulkner reveals how salvation came when it was needed most. Faith still moves mountains. Miraculous stories of the healing power of prayer. Go to foxnewsbooks.com to pre-order now. Did you know color is vital to your health? I'm not talking about the color of the walls in your house or your car or your clothes. I'm talking about the color of the food you eat. A colorful diet is a part of staying well because many nutrients are color. The antioxidant lycopene is the red pigment in tomatoes and pink grapefruit. Chlorophyll is excellent for balancing pH and cleansing the body. It's the green in kale, spinach, and broccoli. Resveratrol decreases inflammation, and it's the purple in grapes and berries. Eating a wide variety of fruits and vegetables provides your body with diverse chemistry it needs to heal itself and stay well. Eat the peelings of things like apples and carrots and cucumbers. Balance of nature is whole produce. It contains all the vital parts in balance. Color, taste, and smell keep you well. And that's what you get with Balance of Nature. Start now by going to balanceofnature.com and don't forget to use discount code KMC. Hello, I'm Mike Vendell, inventor of MyPillow. Thanks to your support, you've helped make MyPillow become one of the fastest growing companies in America. Over the last 12 years, you've helped MyPillow create thousands of jobs right here in the USA. When I got my pillow, I'm asleep almost immediately. I stay asleep at night and I wake up more well rested in the morning. That's why I invented my pillow. My patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs and helps keep your neck supported and aligned. I'm interrupting this commercial to bring you my BOGO extravaganza. For example, you get one of my Giza Dream bed sheets and you get a second set absolutely free. Or my six-piece towel sets. Buy one set, get another one absolutely free. Or get my classic premium MyPillow and get another one absolutely free. So call the number on your screen or go to MyPillow.com and use your promo code to get my buy one, get one free offers. And get deep discounts on all my pillow products. That's MyPillow.com promo code. KMC. From the studio that brought you miracles from heaven comes 5,000 blankets. There are over 5,000 homeless souls in this city alone. So it is Philip's wish to reach each and every one of them with a comforting gesture. Inspired by an extraordinary true story. We have to believe we can make a change, no matter how small. Anna Camp stars in 5,000 blankets. Exclusively in theaters for two nights only, December 12th and 13th. Rated PG-13. Maybe inappropriate for children under 13. For tickets and info, go to 5,000 thousandblanketsmovie.com Obliterating confusion, amplifying truth, and pursuing clarity. It's Kevin McCullough Radio. Well, I mentioned 
that just because the mainstream press wrings its hands and looks at its feet and says, oh, shucks, and, and they talk about uh, how, how Joe Biden you know, won, won a historic midterm election on election night, not, not to believe him. It's all, it's all a, bunch of, a bunch of garbage, and it's nowhere more garbage than in New York State, where uh, will be seated in just a matter of weeks a brand-new Congress uh, and congressional delegation that will number 11 out of 26 seats from New York State as Republican. One of those flipping uh, a seat is Mike Lawler, who joins us now. His first time to be with us since his big election night win, where he defeated the DCCC chair. Mike, we talked to you, I think it was uh, either Election Day or the day before, and you were feeling good about the race, but how do you describe what happened in New York State on election night, especially since the media is trying to tell everybody that it was, you know, no big deal? Well, we certainly had a red wave here in New York, uh, flipping four congressional seats uh, in my race, obviously defeating the chair of the DCCC. Uh, as you mentioned, we're going to be sending 11 Republicans down to uh, Washington, D.C. come January which is the highest number of Republicans from New York in over 20 years. Yeah. Uh, we flipped multiple state legislative seats. Uh, and, you know, Lee Zeldin ran uh, better than any Republican since George Pataki. So, you know, it was certainly across New York a very good night. Um, and, you know, there were a number of factors that played into it, obviously redistricting and getting a fair set of maps uh, from the courts. Uh, certainly played a factor, uh, coupled, of course, with the fact that Democrats controlled everything in Washington, Albany, and New York City for the first time ever, and they created a mess. And I think voters really wanted to send a message here in New York uh, that they were fed up with one-party rule, that they wanted to restore balance and common sense, uh, and I think they delivered on that message uh, on Election Day. I I, I continue to think that Ron DeSantis was the reason Lee Zeldin lost the race um, because of all of the uh, outbound migration that New York has lost over the last uh, few years. And, and if he had had a couple of more million <laughs> New Yorkers that were of common sense to vote, I think he may have been governor. But uh, you, you really can't uh, blame him for effort. I mean, he, he, he got out there and bled for you guys, and I think he pulled a lot of you over the, over the finish line. Well, there's no question, you know, New York has led the nation in out-migration over the last decade plus, and a lot of those folks are, you know, Republicans and independents and people who are very frustrated by what was going on in New York State and the cost of living, and they've moved to states like Florida and North Carolina and South Carolina. And I, I said to uh, many of my new colleagues uh, while I was down in D.C. last week that, you know, they can thank New Yorkers for uh, such solid performances in their states because uh, a lot of New Yorkers have moved there. But there's no question Lee Zeldin did a great job. He worked tirelessly, fought for every vote. He visited every community. You know, he, he was right on with the message when it came to the issues that people cared about, whether it was affordability or public safety or education. And I think Democrats in New York, uh, would be well advised to to look at the results and and learn something from it. And I think if election night showed anything uh, across the country, really, uh, it was people want reasonableness. They they they're tired of kind of the extremists, and they and they really want people who are going to be focused on getting things done on their behalf. And I think that's why you saw such a big uh, turnover in New York. 
You know, people people let's, are tired of the one-party rule. Let's talk about that just for a second. Uh, you're going to be part of that Congress that's sworn in in January. What does Mike Lawler set for his agenda in the first uh, 100 days of your congressional term? Well, it's, it's no different than the, the issues that I ran on. I think the cost of living uh, is crushing families all across our country. Uh, obviously, the issues and concerns of public safety, we continue to see uh, you know, violence break out in communities all across our our country, uh, especially here in New York. Uh, you know, our poorest southern border, skyrocketing energy prices. We need to increase domestic production of energy uh, and education and making sure that parents, uh, not bureaucrats, uh, but parents have the ultimate say in their ch- children's education. And, you know, those are the issues that I ran on. Those are the issues that are of priority to me. And and I'm going to focus heavily on uh, because at the end of the day, in a district like mine, that's a D plus three on the Cook PBI rating. Joe Biden won it by 10 points. Um, I was the only uh, Republican to defeat a Democrat incumbent in a in a Biden plus 10 district. Um, and there were only a handful of us that that flipped seats that actually defeated an incumbent. Um, yeah. You know, you have you have to you have to get results uh, for your district. And that's that's going to be my focus. That's great. Uh, Mike Lawler, congratulations once again. We'll be in touch with you as the uh, legislative agenda gets set. But uh, thanks for being here. Absolutely. Thanks for having me on, Kevin. You got it. All right, Kevin McCullough, more straight ahead. Don't go Hello, anywhere. I'm Mike Vendell, inventor of MyPillow. Thanks to your support, you've helped make MyPillow become one of the fastest-growing companies in America. Over the last 12 years, you've helped MyPillow create thousands of jobs right here in the USA. When I got my pillow, I'm asleep almost immediately. I stay asleep at night, and I wake up more well-rested in the morning. That's why I invented MyPillow. My patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs and helps keep your neck supported and aligned. I'm interrupting this commercial to bring you my BOGO extravaganza. For example, you get one of my Giza Dream bed sheets and you get a second set absolutely free. Or my six-piece towel sets. Buy one set, get another one absolutely free. Or get my classic premium my pillow and get another one absolutely free. So call the number on your screen or go to MyPillow.com and use your promo code to get my buy one, get one free offers. And get deep discounts on all my pillow products. That's MyPillow.com promo code. KMC. When hope is hard to find, a new collection of real-life stories from Fox News' Harris Faulkner reveals how salvation came when it was needed most. Faith still moves mountains. Miraculous stories of the healing power of prayer. Go to foxnewsbooks.com to pre-order now. Did you know color is vital to your health? I'm not talking about the color of the walls in your house or your car or your clothes. I'm talking about the color of the food you eat. A colorful diet is a part of staying well because many nutrients are color. The antioxidant lycopene is the red pigment in tomatoes and pink grapefruit. Chlorophyll is excellent for balancing pH and cleansing the body. It's the green in kale, spinach, and broccoli. Resveratrol decreases inflammation, and it's the purple in grapes and berries. Eating a wide variety of fruits and vegetables provides your body with diverse chemistry it needs to heal itself and stay well. Eat the peelings of things like apples and carrots and cucumbers. Balance of Nature is whole produce. It contains all the vital parts in balance. Color, taste, and smell keep you well, and that's what you get with Balance of Nature. 
Start now by going to balanceofnature.com and don't forget to use discount code KMC. When hope is hard to find, a new collection of real-life stories from Fox News' Harris Faulkner reveals how salvation came when it was needed most. Faith still moves mountains. Miraculous stories of the healing power of prayer. Go to foxnewsbooks.com to pre-order now. Our ministry will only grow. There will be many more followers. But I have chosen you twelve as my apostles. You're sending us? An apostle is the same as a messenger, one who... I know what it means, Matthew. The acclaimed series returns in a unique theatrical experience. I am sending you out two by two. You will proclaim as you go, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. You will heal the sick and the lame. You will cast out demons. Why are you all looking at me like that? Could you just repeat that one more time? On November 18th, see Jesus through the eyes of those who followed him. Heal the sick, cast out demons. Was that a ceremony I missed? This is it. Don't feel any different. I don't need you to feel anything to do great things. The Chosen Season 3 begins with Episodes 1 and 2 in theaters. Visit thechosentickets.com today. If it's happening in New York or across the globe, learn why it matters first on Kevin McCullough Radio. Okay, I've said in the past that, well, I've made the observation, and in the school board fights, you've seen this, and this is another area where I think we had a red wave that nobody talked about except me. Uh, we, we flipped 50 of the most progressive school boards in the country on election night, uh, and that's going to have direct impact on hundreds of thousands, if not millions of students. Uh, and I, I, I'm, I'm glad of that. I think we need to, because... I don't know if you've noticed, but in the whole discussion of the the transgender transitioning, uh, all you know, what, what's going on in the schools, that there has been on the other side of where people of common sense sit, on the other side, their opponents, they get angry, they will brutalize you, they will try to um, uh, fight you. If you say that some of this stuff isn't isn't healthy and should not be around kids, and the, and the thing that blows my mind is some of the stuff that they want to do around children just a decade or so ago, we used to arrest people for. You wouldn't have people doing obscene dances in uh, you know little schools where kids were at and and being able to get away with it and going, oh, and it's not just that they want to do that. It's that they continue to want to push the envelope, including putting a lot of graphic content into your kids' schools. And there's there's a hardcore push for this. Uh, Nicholas Chamberis has written about this at Newsmax, and he joins me. Nicholas, great to have you. Thanks for being here. Um, how bad is this fight that parents are facing on graphic content in their kids' schools right now? Hi, Kevin. It's great to be here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it's, it's a huge fight. And um, as you know, I, I, I looked into this um, – a few months ago, I, I saw this massive rally at the, in Dearborn, Michigan, and you saw hundreds of very angry parents. And, you know, th- then I, I looked on Twitter and I saw some, so at the time, I thought there were some crazy claims about what the parents were protesting. I said, oh, this is um, sensationalistic, clickbait, can't be possible. Um, and then I, I read about what happened at Dearborn and basically, um, Hundreds of Christians, Muslims, 
atheist, agnostic parents descended on the school board because they discovered that pornographic material was included in their children's libraries, that uh, questionable sexually explicit curriculum was being introduced to eight-year-olds, and the school boards were fine with this. And the more you looked into this, um, it wasn't an isolated incident. Uh, sadly, apparently, there's a very well-organized, well-funded movement to normalize child pornography and even introduce it into, into <laughs> elementary school curriculum. And, um, you know, again, I, I was hoping that this was sensationalistic, but um, the more I looked into it, um, I, I looked at a school district in Texas um, where parents were savaged for opposing a book called Lawn Boy. Now, <laughs> Lawn Boy sounds like a harmless book, uh, fairly innocuous. How, how bad could a book called Lawn Boy be, um, especially when you're giving it to eight-year-olds and six-year-olds? Um, you, you actually look up this book, and by the way, um, it has been endorsed by, so-called, by certain so-called education advocates. Oh my God. So th- this wasn't an accident. Um, this book <laughs> encourages and graphically depicts um, a sex act between two little kids. And um, <laughs> even though I'm an adult, I- I'm way too embarrassed uh, to give any details about this. I-, I encourage your listeners to do their own independent research about this book and make up their minds if it has any any room in in our schools, if it yeah. should be in our schools. What, um, what happened with uh, with New York City? Because I know Vicky Palladino was um, involved in something. This is evidence that parents are fighting back. Um, they are aligning with community activists and local elected officials. And Vicky Palladino absolutely, Councilwoman Vicky Palladino absolutely has to be given credit um, for braving the mob on this. You know, New York City, we have some of the poorest students in the country. Um, there's obviously an argument about how our money is being spent and where it's going, but when so many students in our system can't afford books, they can't afford backpacks, for, for a variety of reasons. Admittedly, um, a lot of them are food insecure. We're spending hundreds of thousands of dollars on drag queen story hour. That's ridiculous. And to her credit, Councilwoman Palladino said, enough with the insanity. Yeah. And immediately, you know, the usual suspects, they gather, they try to make this about gay rights. Uh, opposing uh, pornographic curriculum to little kids has absolutely nothing to do with gay rights. And it is really insulting to the gay community, to gay activists. You know, somebody explained to me, what did the Stonewall riots have to do with, you know, um, teaching third graders about sex acts? Nothing. Yeah. Um, it's, it's just awful. Well, I, I think the, the, the test for that is uh, ask um, heterosexual parents if you want teachers teaching their kids about heterosexual sex acts at the same age. And, of course, exactly. the answer is going to be no. They're not emotionally mature enough for it. But the challenge here, Nick, and, and this is really the this is the bottom line for them. If they can't begin the brainwashing and the desensitization early, in other words, Get before before parents construct a worldview and a conscience within the backbone of that child, you got to get to them so that they don't have their their thinking set in certain ways. Then they'll then they're afraid they're not going to be able to to break through. 
And they probably won't because there's a reason why families have worldview. There's a reason why families observe the religions that they do, go to the churches that they do, uh, observe their family traditions that they do, because they want to see the life that they have lived passed down to their children. And in most cases, using you know the, the idea of a, of, a, of a standard kind of starting point, that's going to be good for the child. If the parents are wholly invested in the welfare of the child, uh, then that's going to be good for them to pass down their worldview and their and their, you know, what they think and and so forth. And, and what these groups want to do is, def, you know, beat them to the punch and say, no, you can't teach them about right and wrong from your perspective because we don't like your perspective of right and wrong. Exactly. And the scary thing is that in the last decade, um, this movement has been more effective than even critical race theory uh, advocates. Have I know. Been. I know. That's why those school boards went. That's why those 50 school boards got flipped uh, on election night, because parents in in very blue places like San Francisco threw through the transgender pushing porno, pushing weirdos off the school boards because they said we, we're not. It's what we want for our kids. Hey, Nicholas Chambaris, uh, read him at Newsmax dot com. Thank you for being with us today. Kevin McCullough coming right back. Final thought straight ahead. Our ministry will only grow. There will be many more followers, but I have chosen you 12 as my apostles. You're sending us? An apostle is the same as a messenger, one who... I know what it means, Matthew. The acclaimed series returns in a unique theatrical experience. I am sending you out two by two. You will proclaim as you go, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. You will heal the sick and the lame. You will cast out demons. Why are you all looking at me like that? Could you just repeat that one more time? On November 18th, see Jesus through the eyes of those who followed him. Heal the sick. Cast out demons. Was that a ceremony I missed? This is it. Don't feel any different. I don't need you to feel anything to do great things. The Chosen Season 3 begins with Episodes 1 and 2 in theaters. Visit thechosentickets.com today. You know color is vital to your health. I'm not talking about the color of the walls in your house or your car or your clothes. I'm talking about the color of the food you eat. A colorful diet is a part of staying well because many nutrients are color. The antioxidant lycopene is the red pigment in tomatoes and pink grapefruit. Chlorophyll is excellent for balancing pH and cleansing the body. It's the green in kale, spinach, and broccoli. Resveratrol decreases inflammation. And it's the purple in grapes and berries. Eating a wide variety of fruits and vegetables provides your body with diverse chemistry it needs to heal itself and stay well. Eat the peelings of things like apples and carrots and cucumbers. Balance of Nature is whole produce. It contains all the vital parts in balance. Color, taste, and smell keep you well. And that's what you get with Balance of Nature. Start now by going to balanceofnature.com and don't forget to use discount code KMC. Hello, I'm Mike Vendell, inventor of MyPillow. Thanks to your support, you've helped make MyPillow become one of the fastest growing companies in America. Over the last 12 years, you've helped MyPillow create thousands of jobs right here in the USA. When I got MyPillow, I'm asleep almost immediately. I stay asleep at night and I wake up more well-rested in the morning. That's why I invented MyPillow. My patented fill adjusts to your exact individual needs and helps keep your neck supported and aligned. 
I'm interrupting this commercial to bring you my BOGO extravaganza. For example, you get one of my Giza Dream bed sheets and you get a second set absolutely free. Or my six-piece towel sets. Buy one set, get another one absolutely free. Or get my classic premium my pillow and get another one absolutely free. So call the number on your screen or go to MyPillow.com and use your promo code to get my buy one, get one free offers and get deep discounts on all my pillow products. That's MyPillow.com, promo code KMC. What you need to know when you need it. It's Kevin McCullough Radio. Okay, for some of my friends... Uh, on the, uh, well, wherever you're at on the political spectrum. If you're a far lefty, you, you don't want Kevin McCarthy to be the Speaker of the House. Ed Atzinger, the owner of Salem uh, Media, or the chair and uh, of the board and, and former um, president, uh, said, has written an, an editorial in strong support of Kevin McCarthy's speakership. I know some of my Trump friends are like, no, he's just like Paul Ryan. I don't think he is. I will say, like I've said with even uh, past presidents, you know, when, when President Obama got elected, I didn't agree with him on anything that he said on the campaign trail. I, th- I felt almost every one of his policies were wrong. But I took a, a leave of absence from criticizing the president until he had a track record in that new job to then be um, looked at and, and measured by. And I'm, I'm willing to do the same thing with Republicans as well. And, and where they're going to get off the track, I will I will speak up. But I also want to speak up when they when they have the right ideas. And this was Kevin McCarthy, incoming Speaker of the House, with Maria Bartromo over on Fox Business yesterday. Let me ask you about your decisions. Should you become the Speaker of the House in January? What are you going to do in terms of these Democrats that you have on such important committees? You've talked in the past about removing Elon uh, Omar. You've talked about removing Adam Schiff, about Eric Swalwell. Will you deliver? Yes, I will. I'll keep that promise. And one thing I said from the very beginning, Eric Swalwell cannot get a security clearance in the public sector. Why would we ever give him a security clearance in the secrets to America? So I will not allow him to be on intel. You have Adam Schiff, who had lied to the American public time and again. We will not allow him to be on the Intel Committee either. And you look, Congresswoman Omar, her anti-Semitic comments that have gone forward. We're not going to allow her to be on foreign affairs. But we're also going to stand up to what's happening, not just in the halls in Congress, but what's happening into our higher education institutions. The anti-Semitism that's going on on these campuses and others. We will investigate that as well and stop this to make sure that America does have the freedom that we said we would keep, and we will stand up to it as we move forward. All right. So I think that that's a uh, a very positive sign that uh, the Speaker of the House is serious. It, it's very unlike uh, anything that Pelosi did or Paul Ryan before her to come in and say, you know what, you're a bad apple. You're off the committee. Uh, but when Nancy Pelosi stacked the January 6th committee with uh, phony Republicans uh, to try to get Trump impeached or thrown in jail or something. I don't know what she's trying to do. Uh, that she kind of set that precedent. So here's future Speaker McCarthy saying, yep, Elon Omar, no more. You're not on foreign affairs. Not if you're going to be a, a raging Jew hater like you are. Uh, and Swalwell, you're a joke. Your your girlfriend has been a, a Chinese spy uh, for the last however long, and you're on the Intel Committee. You're gone. Adam Schiff, you can't tell the truth to, to save your own life. You're gone. This is the kind of house cleaning that has to be done 
if we are going to get a government that is working for the people again. And it seems, at least in that one soundbite, and at least at this early stage of Kevin McCarthy's speakership, it seems he's interested in doing just that. So to my Trump friends, hold your breath a second. This guy might be okay. I, I I never got the idea that he was Paul Ryan, too. But let's see where it goes. We'll see you next time. From the studio that brought you miracles from heaven comes 5,000 Blankets. There are over 5,000 homeless souls in this city alone. So it is Philip's wish to reach each and every one of them with a comforting gesture. Inspired by an extraordinary true story. We have to believe we can make a change, no matter how small. Anna Camp stars in 5,000 Blankets. Exclusively in theaters for two nights only, December 12th and 13th. Rated PG-13, maybe inappropriate for children under 13. For tickets and info, go to 5,000BlanketsMovie.com. Um...